Hello, this is Brooke Brown from Trending Topics with BB Podcast. Fantasy sports fans are winning huge cash prizes every day at DraftKings.com, America's favorite place to play daily fantasy sports. Daily fantasy means no season-long commitments, play whenever you want. So just pick your sport and draft your team. It's like a new season every time you play, so you're never stuck with the same players. Over $1 billion will be won at DraftKings.com this year, and you could be the next one to win big. Go to DraftKings.com now and enter promo code CULTURE to play free. That's CULTURE for free entry now at DraftKings.com. Not a fan of fantasy sports? Well, that's okay. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trendingtopicswithbb and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash trendingtopicswithbb. That's audibletrial.com slash trending topics with BB and get started today. Why Audible? Audible content includes more than 180,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. Yes, you are here. You're listening to the Trending Topics with BB podcast. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown. You've probably figured this out by now. Let's move on. Uh, so before I get into who this week's guest is, I do want to let you know that you can find episodes, social media links, updates on my website, brookmbrown.com. That is www.brookmbrown.com. Everything is on there. Um, in case you're not wanting to go on my website, which I hope you do, uh, you can check me out on Twitter at Saxy15, that's S-A-X-Y-1-5. Same applies for Instagram. I'm Saxy15Things on Tumblr and Snapchat and all of that good stuff. So, without further ado, I do want to get into who this week's guest is on Trending Topics with BB. That would be Matt Gibson. So, a few years ago maybe five, six years ago, Google released their own version of a social network called Google+. And on that network, people who were wanting to try something different from Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, the like, joined. Uh, There was a beta stage for those who had to get an invite from somebody. And then it was open to the public. Well, I joined at the early stages and began building a following, as you see on my Google Plus page, as well as sportschat.tv. That was a sports page dedicated to the community to build that on Google Plus, but I digress. But in the meantime, there were these things called Hangouts. And Hangouts were Basically, Skype on crack, which I loved, because you could put 10 people within a conversation on Hangouts using your camera and your microphone to chat like as if you were hanging out, but yet you didn't have to be in the same place, and it was fantastic. That's where I met Matt Gibson, who, as you will hear on this podcast, uh, is very passionate about music, passionate about helping others. Um, he was He's a... Air Force veteran, so shout out for that. And um, I felt the need to 
speak to him and kind of chat with him about his projects and what he's doing for the music community for those. He has his own podcast. He'll talk a little bit about that and some other things. So without further ado, I just want to get into the interview with Matt Gibson. Enjoy. All right. So uh, again, Matt, I want to thank you for joining the podcast. And um, for the listeners out there, uh, my guest is Matt Gibson. And uh, just kind of a little background on we we met how many years ago? Like uh, it, was, it was the early days of Google Plus, so when, when Google Plus came out, uh, it didn't take long before we actually ran across each other, I think. Um, maybe about, uh, was it, what, 2012, something like that? Late 2011, early 2012, something like that? Right. Yeah, that, that sounds good. I mean, I'm still on Plus, but it's changed over the years. So. Um, oh, yeah. And so at change, that time, change is inevitable, right? Right. And at that time, uh, you were just in being your stand in the military, correct? And I want to thank you for your service, but uh, you oh, were. Oh, thanks. Yeah, working. yeah, I was in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I retired oh, okay. in 2012. Okay, awesome. So uh, you kind of transitioned into new music and kind of like your passion full time. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, it's somewhat, I mean, there's a, uh, there's still a day job that supports my family until I get to a point where I can monetize what I'm doing enough to survive off of, you know, but I think that uh, I'm getting close to making that transition. Um, right now I am, um, I'm still working on my first record, um, for those of you, for those of you that don't know, my name is Matt Gibson, and I'm a um, uh, hard rock um, musician. I'm a guitarist, singer, uh, recording engineer, um, and uh, I've managed to uh, get about a million followers on Google Plus, and and that's really opened some doors for me um, with endorsements and um, networking opportunities with other artists and. Uh, you know, just a lot of a lot more resources, and you know, it just it's kind of a nice thing to have on your calling card, you know. And I think that uh, right now, like when I when I first kind of got to that point, you know, I, I was I started from ground zero, you know. So Google Plus was really a great opportunity for me, but I mean, I don't think that's the only opportunity available for people to put together a big social following around what their passion is, you know, like. Things like Blab and Periscope, and I mean, there's people becoming social media celebrities every day with all these new technologies and new networks coming out, you know. And I think that it's a great opportunity to uh, put yourself out there in your uh, niche or niche or whatever. What's the right word there? In your in your yeah, your passion. Right. You know. And, and and go ahead, go ahead, Brooke. No, I was just saying that's. Kind of, I agree with you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and I and I think that uh, you know, if if you want to be somebody in the public with with what's important to you, the the opportunities are growing every day for you to do that. You know, so I would encourage you to f- find your voice. And if you're if you think you want to be a musician, you're a musician. If you think you want to be a writer, you're a writer. And you know, if you want to be a social media expert, you're a social media expert because chances are you know something that can help somebody else. And it's you don't have to be the best in the world 
you just have to have something to offer and something to say. And, you know, that's not necessarily going to make you into a millionaire, but it could if you learn business and learn what to do with, you know, social uh, proof when you when you get it. I mean, Brooke and I, it's kind of interesting um, that Brooke had asked me to be on the show because uh, one of the really cool things that um, Brooke and I did together on Google+, Plus, uh, we were in a hangout with CeeLo Green. Do you remember that, Brooke? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that was really a, a, a kind of a, you know, just I knew somebody that was in that hangout, and they they liked me as a musician, and so um, they asked me to come in, and I didn't even know who it was, and I actually got to play my guitar for CeeLo Green and, um, you know, and got pictures of it and everything, you know, and just little little moments like that, like with Blab and, and Periscope, I mean, you never know who you can put yourself in front of. And it's not like CeeLo said, hey, you want a recording contract? I'm going to make you famous or anything like that. But those little moments that you can have when you're putting yourself out there in social media and when you're ready to, to talk about your passion and, and show people what you can do, I mean, there's so many opportunities. And, and little moments like that kind of give you inspiration and – they, you know, if there's pictures of it, that gives you a little bit of social proof to add to your profile. Because honestly, somebody sees a picture of anybody with CeeLo Green with a guitar in their hand and they think good things, you know, even if it was just random, you know. So, um, and I don't mean to lie or anything, but I, I'm just saying perception is is a very big part of um, success on the Internet, what people perceive of you, whether they perceive you to be an expert or or just another one of the many musicians or writers or, you know. So you got to you gotta kind of create that persona for yourself, you know. Right. And so to kind of go on to that story and kind of where we're at, and I, I do remember that hangout. It's been, what, three or four years? That, that was cool because it was kind of brand new for CeeLo to experience, too. So he was kind yeah, of it was like, his first. Oh. it was his first time, yeah. That was awesome. Um, and I, I remember being invited to that, and I'm like, for real? Uh, yeah. So you never, Yeah, like I said, you never know. And that's kind of also, to kind of piggyback a little bit on the whole Google Plus thing, It's it seems like every day people have their own perception on whether that, especially with today, apparently there's changes happening, whether that was a good idea for Google to do. And I guess maybe it's the people that didn't have a good chance, I don't know, to interact with people like maybe we did when beginning out of Google Plus yeah. uh, that might have that idea that Google Plus is dead or that Google Plus never really was a good thing to begin with. But I guess it just depends on your perception. Would you have to agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, was it a good idea for Google to do that? I don't know. But I do know that it was a good idea for me to do what I did. Right. <laughs> you know, and it was very intentional. It wasn't, I mean, it became more intentional as I realized the potential through, you know, having um, uh, experiences. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. And I had some really nice people that mentored me and, and gave me advice and, you know, um and so it's not like I did it by myself, but if I wouldn't have put myself out there and took a chance, 
you know, it's kind of like that whole entrepreneurial um, concept of just launch it. It's not going to be perfect. Just launch it. You know, if you want to be do a podcast show, just launch it because you know what? You're going to screw it up and you're going to not you're going to you're going to say things you wish you hadn't. And and you're, you're going to get tongue tied and you're going to forget what you're doing and you're going to, you know, the, have technology problems. You're just going to have all that. But, you know, get it good enough so that it will actually work and then launch it, you know, because you can steer it as it's going down the road. Because most, the biggest problem for most people is they don't launch. They don't, they don't make that decision that I'm going to do something different. I'm going to make a change based on what's important to me. And they just, they either plan too much or they procrastinate or they let people tell them that it's not worth their time. But in today's world, you have an opportunity to connect with people that are in your area of interest with the leaders in your area of interest via social media. And if you don't do that, that's your own fault. And, you know, like a lot of the people that, that talk about Google Plus being dead and, and whatever, it's because they didn't do anything with it. I mean, I I saw the potential and I did something with it. And, you know, maybe they did do things. Maybe they didn't do the right thing, you know. I mean, if you share a bunch of cat gifts on a social media profile, yeah, you can get a lot of people to like that. But that doesn't mean that you have a business model. That doesn't mean you have something that's worth marketing, you know. So you've got to think about the the if you – and we talked about this earlier in the earlier interview I was in. A lot of people, especially younger people – they think that if they can get somebody to like their stuff, that they're going to be successful. And that's just not true. You can get, you know, you can, there's all kinds of ways to get people to like your stuff. But the thing is, is you got to decide, okay, well, if they like it, what, what does that mean? And you got to figure out, okay, can I make any money off of this? Because if I can't, then what am, am I, am I wasting my time? Is this really a good use of my time? You know, and a lot of the people that the naysayers and the complainers, people that I've I know personally, you know, I just I just don't think they were doing the right things, you know, and and I I can't really take credit for doing the right things completely because I had a lot of people that helped me, but the one thing that I did is I was always willing to, to learn and I was willing to take a chance and take risk. And I tried to associate with serious people instead of goofy, crazy people. <laughs> That's another thing. You know, there, there's there's plenty of people groups that you can associate with, but go hang out with the people that are making money. Go hang out with the people that are getting those deals and, and, and getting in front of those people. That's who you want to hang out with. You don't want to hang out with all the goofballs posting cat pictures on their social profiles, you know, and and I'm not saying that that's completely bad if you do that sometimes, you know, because they're people and it's good to, you know, have fun with your friends, you know, but if your goal is, if you don't have a purpose for what you're doing, you're just doing it, you know, and you're going to get that kind of result for yourself and you're probably going to be disappointed because no one's going to discover you. There's too many other people doing that. Right. So along those lines, let's talk about one thing I did want to cover is uh, the hangouts and stuff that you did with the foundation. Was it yeah. 
Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that and kind of get people to understand how important that was. And and, and I, I, I did, I think I did, was able to be in one or two. I can't remember. Life happens. But uh, just kind of. Well, I'll tell you, you got it. One thing that's really good for an artist to do is find some nonprofit or um, cause that is important to you. You know, whether it's in, in this case, music education or, you know, whatever field you're in, find something that's relevant to what you're doing because it, it helps you to understand the problems that people are having in the real world, you know. And, and I think that, you know, when I, I've, I've done, you know, I've been in charge of a few different nonprofits in my life. You know, uh, one, I was in a scholarship fund, the president in the military. And then I, you know, I did the uh, Traveling Guitar Foundation thing for a while, and that was really great experience, learned a lot, you know, helped a lot of people. And, you know, but it, it's like, it, at some point, like, I had to realize that, okay, this can't be my identity as an artist. You know, it, it's part of who I am, but it can't be my main thing. And for a while, it was it was my main thing, but that was because I I was enjoying doing it, and it was, I felt like I was doing good and it was it was just the right time for that based on my situation in life you know and then it's at at some point I was like well you know this is great and I I still think I'm doing good stuff but I really want to be mostly an artist is is, that's what I want to do and then later you know after I do that for a while maybe I'll go back to the uh you know working for nonprofits and you know I've I've helped other nonprofits since then a little bit you know and um, a really good one is uh, Homeless Rock Stars. They uh, um, do photo shoots for um, homeless people, try to help them get off the street with the United Way. And uh, it's run by a guy by the name of Nigel Skeet. And a really great guy. It's a great cause. And uh, they're they're helping a lot of people. And I may be uh, more involved in the, with that in the future. Um, but I, I think doing the Hangouts, the, one thing that I learned kind of as a side thing is how to organize things. And, you know, like when you're, I put together an online music festival, and I did it pretty much by myself. I mean, you know, I scheduled all the people. I I got them their the musicians hooked up so that their music sounded good and all that stuff. And so it really kind of helped me to kind of learn how to multitask when you're running a live event like that. And uh, that was a, a great experience, you know. And um, um, definitely uh, grateful. Uh, for uh, Traveling Guitar Foundation and uh, Damon Marks, you know, giving me an opportunity to do that. Um, it's a great organization, and I certainly uh, wish them well. I may do something with them in the future as well. Who knows? <laughs> awesome. So uh, before, you know, I, I'll let you go, let's kind of talk about, say, so you also have a podcast as, as well, and kind of go into how you created your own podcast as well, and kind of how things have evolved to what we're doing now. We're now both doing podcasts. So um, talk about your podcast and, and kind of I want to let people know about what's going on with you. Well, I, I was kind of running into a problem because in today's, you know, I want to be an artist full time. But, you know, the problem is, is I'm 45 years old. So I'm kind of starting late in the game here. And I have a lot of responsibilities with my kids and wife and bills and the mortgage and all that stuff. So I can't just like 
go off and be a rock star. And, and when I hit a million followers, it kind of, to be honest with you, it kind of went to my head a little bit. And I thought that I could immediately just jump into like making a record and being a rock star, you know? And so when I did that, it, it I fell flat on my face and about bankrupted my, my family, <laughs> you know, and a lot of things kind of fell apart when that happened, you know, and, and thank goodness it seems like things are okay now, but uh, it was it was a bit of a mess for a while, you know, and like if there's a few black, I, I guess that you could call them blackout periods in social media. That was some tough times going on for Matt Gibson, you know. But um, what I what I realized is that I'm gonna have to do this a little bit differently. I'm gonna have to get the business side going first and get some momentum going. I've already got the marketing and the branding done, right? And so now I'm gonna have to get the business set up and going well and start bringing in income somehow before I finish the record because you don't make money selling records nowadays. I mean, you can, but that that's not a great business model to to make, be to have for your main source of income is selling records, right? You're going to have to put up, you know, something else. So, I did, I started doing a bunch of research on um, you know, online businesses and different things you could do. And it just started to occur to me that a, a podcast is a is a great way to make a connection with your audience by helping them with their problems. And and I have a lot of social influence, and so because of that, I'm able to call rock stars up and and they'll talk to me and let me you know they'll come on my show. And you know I just had Michael Sweet from Striper, uh, which those guys just charted 44 in the Billboard Billboard Top 200 for a Christian metal band from the 80s. It's pretty good, but they only sold 10,000 records, charting 44 in the Billboard Top 200. That's split between them and all their managers and record company and all that stuff. So, you know, you can only imagine how much money probably ended up in their pocket from that, you know. So since the record industry is, is not really going to do that much for me, more than likely, I decided to start a podcast, and I'm putting together a system to help other musicians um monetize their create a lifestyle business for themselves around their art using their art as branding so like let's say you're a, a you know a country musician and you want to um you know create an online business that will sustain you during the ups and downs of your career right you let's let's say you put together for example a membership site like you know a really a, I'm kind of leaking out some stuff here, but I'll go ahead and do it because it's really important to me, and I want people to get this. If you're a band, and, you know, nowadays people, like, try to sell your music with subscription services, you know, like iTunes or Apple Music or Spotify, you know, why not have a subscription fan club where they get all your stuff, they get a T-shirt, they get, you know, music, they get all this other stuff, but they're paying a monthly subscription to be a part of your brand and your and and you're providing value to them on a subscription base. So they pay X amount of dollars, I don't know what that would be depending on the band, a a month or they could buy like a year subscription. And then with that, they get it's kind of like you're pre-selling your record that's coming out, your t-shirt and all this other stuff, you know. And so and then you can use email marketing, webinars, different things like that to to have conversations with these people, hangouts or whatever, 
and um, uh, you know special Facebook groups, private Facebook groups, different things, and you can kind of build a community around your band, around your music, and then you can market to them. And you know, so I'm I'm trying to put together the best system that I can, and then I'm going to train other musicians how to do that as well. And so, and then that will turn into a a business for myself, which will sustain me. And then eventually, I'm going to take that money, finish the record, and then build my own subscription-based fan site with not only the people that like my music, but also the people that I have helped throughout the years. And those people will also help promote. You know, so it's like it's like building this giant network of people and fans that that are a marketing machine. They provide income. And they give you a reason and a connection to do what you do. And so that's kind of what I'm putting together with the podcast. And so I'm bringing all these musicians and artists in and asking them questions about the music business and what kind of struggles are you having having out there in, in the real world. And they're telling me. And, you know, I've got some stuff I haven't released yet that's going to blow some people's minds, you know, because there there are people that are doing this full time, but it's hard. And you got to work a lot. And you gotta, you gotta really hustle. So I'm trying to take it so you could maybe not have to hustle as much and focus more on your art and with, you know, some of the ideas that I'm putting together. So www.kingdomofrock.com, Kingdom of Rock podcast, and you can subscribe to it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or you can listen to it on my website, kingdomofrock.com. Awesome. Great. And uh, before I let you go, I want to talk to you about your record and, and Crimson yeah. Symphony for those people that don't know. And uh, sure. so I, I'm aware of it, but like I want all the listeners out there that are new to my podcast and will find him through his podcast and go, oh, Daisy's on another podcast. Anyway, um, to kind of understand kind of your, your record and because and, I've heard you play in Hangouts back in the day. So I, I, I'm hoping, I can't wait for that record to so just kind of explain really what's going on with that other than uh, what you kind of already mentioned. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, um, my project is called Crimson Symphony, and the album is going to be called Dream. And you can check out some of the demo materials at crimsonsymphony.com, like the color red, C-R-I-M-S-O-N, symphony like orchestra, S-Y-M-P-H-O-N-Y. And, you know, basically it's kind of like a progressive hard rock, heavy metal uh, project band. Um, and I'm, you know, I've, I hired some studio musicians to do some of the, uh, some of the playing on it for the drums and bass, because I'm not a very good drummer or bass player. And, um, I'm gonna have some special guests on there. Songs, the uh, album's probably about, I'd say 30% done. I've got a great recording engineer that is going to, um, um, ma- mix it and a, a world class mastering guy that's gonna master it. Um, but I've just gotta get it finished. But like I said, I have to get this business going first because I got to get that momentum going so that I can sustain myself when I'm doing the music, and then hopefully I'll be able to monetize the music as well and you know have a full time career as a professional musician. But it's kind of like um, I don't know. It's kind of I guess progressive hard rock and metal is about the best way I could describe it. I, I sing on the record. I, I play all the guitars. Um, I also have a harp endorsement with a company called Reese Harps. And uh, they made me this amazing uh, instrument uh, that's going to be featured on the record. I've been practicing it a lot. 
and uh, I'm about ready to give it its public debut uh, in a YouTube video, but I wanted to make sure that I, I you know, I got it all uh, uh, put together the way I wanted to, and um, that should be coming out here eventually, and uh, hopefully the record will be finished. If, if I can get uh, everything going with the uh, membership side and, and help, you know, get my model together um, in time, hopefully I'll have the record had a little time to finish the record and have it out, you know, late this summer. And, uh, you know, but again, it's, it's all about like, okay, if you can get a record done, that's great. But if you can't do anything with it, it's just having a record, you know? So I really didn't want to waste it on just saying, Hey, I have a record, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to take the system that I'm putting together and release this record. And I, to be honest with you, I'll, I'll be I'll be straight up. I want it to chart on on the Billboard Top 200. I want to I want to figure out a way to you know using techniques that people use to get on like the New York Times bestseller list. I want to get it on you know the Billboard Top 200 and have it chart as high as I can. And so I, I have a plan which I'm not going to tell because I don't want other people to you know crowdsource me too bad, but. You know, eventually I will release all of that information and make it available to all my members of my uh, membership site, which hopefully that will be launching, um, oh, I'm going to say January. Um, it's probably when it's going to launch. So I probably, now I will say this, if you're, if you're a musician and uh, you're interested in being part of the beta for that, um, I'm going to start doing webinars uh, December 10th. And it's gonna, I'm gonna do some teaching on, uh, different, uh, subjects about networking and, uh, you know, building up a, a big brand on the internet from ground zero. So it'll, it'll be really useful if you're kind of getting started and, and you don't have a lot of fans and, you know, um, but that's going to turn into the people that participate in that are gonna be offered the opportunity to be a part of the beta for the uh, membership site, which is gonna be really, uh, um, it's, it's it's going to be pretty cool. I think people are going to dig it. Awesome. Great. So before I let you go, uh, other than what you've mentioned, where can people find you online other than uh, the kind of what we talked about? Well, we, you, we've got kingdomofrock.com. We've got crimsonsymphony.com. Those are the two main websites. Um, you can find me on Google+, Plus. you know, very easily. Just type in Matt Gibson. I'll be the number one result on there. Um, you can, uh, Google me. I'm all over the internet. Um, you know, uh, Matt Gibson guitar is, if you're having trouble finding me with just Matt Gibson, sometimes I'm on the first page, sometimes I'm on the second. There's a few other Matt Gibsons, which I'm working on the, uh, SEO to take care of that issue. But, uh, some of the, some of the other Matt Gibsons are pretty uh, active on the internet, so it's a challenge. But, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, I'm on Twitter a lot lately, and also, I am doing some of the uh, podcasts live on Blab with a, uh, a, a another um, really amazingly talented guy, uh, uh, Wagner dos Santos, and he's a uh, he used to be a an R guy for a, a major record label. Worked with some big names, and we're kind of uh, kind of talking, having a, a great discussion about uh, the music business and what artists you know, used to do and what, what they can do now. And we're just, you know, having a lot and, and I'll open up the uh, seats. So if people want to have questions and 
come in and talk to us. You know, we'll we'll do what we can. If you're if you're a new musician and you've never put yourself out there, definitely come to those blabs, and they'll be advertised on Kingdom of Rock's website and uh, via Twitter, um, Google Plus. You know, all those different places. Facebook. Um, you can you just kind of get plugged into all my social media channels, and you'll you'll hear about them. And when that happens. If you show up to the blab and you've got some music that no one's heard and you want to play it for us, we'll tell you what we think. We'll tell you what we you can do to make it better and uh, give you props if props are due. And uh, we're cool guys. We're not going to be mean or hurt your feelings, but we'll tell you the truth, you know, and, and we'll try to help you out because that's really what we're trying to do is help other musicians, um, you know, figure out what they can do to pursue their passions and make a living uh, in the in music industry. But the cool thing is now you can be your own boss. And you can do it your way, but you got to be a business person, and you got to think of it like a business. So hopefully, we can help other people figure that out that haven't already. Awesome. Well, great. Well, um, Matt, I want to thank you for joining my podcast. It was great that we reconnected. I, I saw that you were. I saw your podcast, and I and I've kind of been following on Google Plus here and there when I could. So awesome. Yeah. Well, no, I well, follow you um, too. You you've always had a passion for for media. And you know, putting yourself out there, and, and I'm really glad that you're doing this podcast and, and continuing uh, your journey of, of you know what you want to do with your life. You know, so that's that's great to see that. Awesome. Well, thanks. And uh, for, for all the listeners, uh, feel free to take advantage if you're a musician of what Matt's offering you. So again, uh, thank you for joining me tonight, and uh, we'll chat for sure, maybe on this podcast or your podcast in the future. All right. Absolutely. All right. Great. Okay. All right, um, Brooke. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. All right. We'll see you.